All right, folks, we're back for another episode of the American Soul. This is Jesse Cope. Sure do appreciate y'all joining us and hope that y'all are enjoying the podcast the last little few this series. And if you've taken the time to share it with somebody, I'm very grateful for that as well. That helps immensely. The more y'all spread the word, the more it helps. So, if you're new, if this is your first time, the kind of format, we'll take a little walk, and sometimes we'll do a little sit, but this evening we're out walking. Don't have any companions yet, sometimes the dogs and the cats, every once in a while the turkeys and chickens come along too, but we do have our background chorus of frogs and toads at the creek, just a little ways away. I'm sure y'all can hear some of that in the background. So the last episode, we kind of went through a few things about the Constitutional Convention, talked about a couple of quotes from Benjamin Franklin and one brief quote from Madison, a few other things. But at any rate, again and again, what we're going to try and do with this podcast, for those of y'all that haven't been here before, if this is the first time you're listening to this, we're going to try and tie back uh, the founding of our country, really kind of dig back into the founding of our country and see what was the intent, what were the intent of our founding fathers. And the reason we're doing this is because so much today in culture and education pushes revisionist history or twists things that happened in the past to try and fit some narrative today. And one of the most damaging, the most damaging, not one of, but the most damaging one is this idea, this mythical idea of separation of church and state, which is nowhere in the Constitution, nowhere in the Declaration, and the First Amendment certainly does not support this wall between church and state, not in the way that people use it today. So what we try and do each episode is kind of go back and look at what our founding fathers really meant and, and just look at some of their comments, their actual words, instead of listening. So often the problem is we find these, quote, experts, unquote, today, and they want to tell us, well, this is what they really meant. But they never go back and actually use the quotes, or if they do, they take them completely out of context. And that's done so much damage. It's kind of like going to church and listening to a pastor who never opens the Bible. If you don't go back to the actions and the actual words of the founding fathers, that founding generation of men and women, then you have no idea. You're just making up what you want to make up. So what I'd like to look at today, just for a little bit, is... Y'all got to forgive me. This something got a little tickle in my throat. I apologize. What I'd like to look at today is John Jay and a couple other quotes. I'm actually going to start with one from Woodrow Wilson, and I'll try and explain that. I know that's a little bit twisted time-wise, but the Supreme Court has done some pretty horrific damage over the last 50 to 60 years 
they have made some decisions that absolutely go against our founding principles and have just, they have opened a door to almost unimaginable evil uh, on a scale that dwarfs Hitler and the Nazis and really puts us in a league with people that murdered tens of millions of their own citizens like Stalin and Mao, the communists and the socialists, right? So two of the main decisions that I'm thinking of, and there are others, but the 62-63, which I've talked about before, Supreme Court decisions that took the Bible and prayer out of schools, public education, and if you think that that hasn't had a just absolute devastating effect on families and thereby children in the country, go to a high school and ask them to walk those halls for just a couple weeks. That's about all it'll take for you to see how devastating this has been. And you can see it in pop culture too. There's another little side story if we get time. Uh, I try and kind of veer away from pop culture and and current events simply because so often we we take these real hot takes we take these quick reactions you need a little time to let things settle but every once in a while we will get into a particular topic that's that's just a current event and we will quite often we'll we'll talk about things going on currently but we're going to tie it back to our founding intentions of our republic so I got off track there and I apologize. So at any rate, these Supreme Court decisions taking Bible and prayer out of the schools, those are, that's bad stuff. Uh, just really bad. And then, of course, the huge one is Roe v. Wade. And we have literally as a country, as a Christian nation, we have slaughtered tens of millions of our own babies, of our own children. And that's just demonic folks I mean there's no other way to put it so the first quote I want to look at is is pretty short and and I really didn't intend to include it I just kind of stumbled across it I've read it before but I just happened to read it again today while I was doing a little bit of research for the podcast and it's a quote by Woodrow Wilson which is way out of the time frame of John Jay who was the first Supreme Court just Chief Justice and had to do with Federalist Papers and a lot to do with the founding of our country. And I, I want to focus on him, and we're going to read a couple quotes from him just to get an idea of his opinion as someone who helped set the system up because so much power rests with these nine judges today. And you can see it in just how brutal the fights are for confirmation every time there's a new seat that comes up. And the problem, we've had some people in the past, uh, Mark Levin's pretty popular host that's written some books. Uh, he talks about the tyranny of the court. And I'm not sure that I disagree necessarily, but I, I think the bigger problem is not the amount of power that these people wield, but it's how they wield it. And they, they have made some decisions. They've made some good decisions, certainly, but they've made some decisions that just go absolutely directly counter to our founding principles in this country. 
And those two examples I mentioned are some of them. So I want to kind of look at John Jay as one of the pioneers, the founders, the people that created the system that we live in. But going back to Wilson's quote, the one that I stumbled across. So what Wilson said, he said, America was born a Christian nation. America was born to exemplify that devotion to the elements of righteousness, which are derived from the revelations of the Holy Scripture. The reason I wanted to include this is just for that first sentence, America is a Christian nation. And I know Wilson is not everyone's favorite president. Uh, Some people like him a lot, obviously. Some people don't like him very much, and that's fine. Regardless, if you don't like him, perhaps in a way that this, this is more, even more of a damning comment for the people today that say that America isn't a Christian nation because... If you think he's coming more from that side, then for him to acknowledge that is even more condemning. But that was early 1900s. I think the quote was from 1911, 1910, somewhere in there. You know, that's 100 years plus after the founding. And the reason I say that is because this idea that America is a Christian nation is not something that just popped up within the last 20 or 30 years. What's just popped up in the last half century or so is that America is not a Christian nation. That's, that's the revisionist history. That's the, the myth that's just sprung up. Our great leaders from the founding generation, from before the founding generation, way before, all the way through, before America was even a country, then through our revolution, then up to the Civil War, to the turn of the century, World War II, all the way to Reagan. I mean, the idea that America is Christian in principle, that, we've, that, that our nation is founded on the principles that Christ taught, that is commonplace throughout our history. That is what is normal. That is what is supported by history. That's what's supported by the actions and the votes and the comments of our founding fathers and our great leaders. That's the truth. The myth, the lie that's just sprung up over the last half century is, no, 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 America's not a Christian nation. Absolutely not. Our founders despised Christianity. They wanted nothing to do with it. They didn't want it in our institutions. They didn't want it in our government. That is, that's the mistruth or the untruth. And there's our dogs. They just popped in for a minute. They must have found a deer that needed chasing or a rabbit you know something really vicious so at any rate this quote by wilson i just as i said i just stumbled across it and i thought it was just good to put in there folks it's just another thing to file away add to your list so that when somebody comes up and they say america in the christian nation you don't just have one thing that you can go to but you can just start pulling things and if you if your brain doesn't work like that, because mine doesn't, folks, I, I'm not real good at responding quickly. I, I'm not sure how good I would be in a debate. But but I'm real good if I have time to sit down and think about stuff. I, that sounded arrogant. I didn't mean it to sound that arrogant, but I'm better at that. So if you're not one that can just spit facts back out, that's okay. Just know in your heart what the truth is. Respond as best you can. And then and then move on with life, okay?
All right, so let's get to John Jay because that's that's really the last little bit of this podcast today. That's really what I want to focus on in reference to these people that say, you know, that the Supreme Court was right to take the Bible and prayer out, that they were right to focus on the separation of church and state, etc. So this first quote by Jay, by John Jay, is, The Bible is the best of all books, for it is the word of God and teaches us the way to be happy in this world and the next. Continue, therefore, to read it and to regulate your life by its precepts. So, obviously, at least personally, John Jay felt that the Bible was vastly important in this life, he said, and the next. It was important to read. It was important to live your life by its precepts, those principles that Jesus Christ taught. So important to focus on that because our founders, I say this probably once episode, but I just want to go ahead and cut off any arguments that I'm going to get from people about, oh, you want this to be a theocracy. It's not true at all. And that's not what our founders wanted. And, and you know, there have been some really nasty problems when you start to, to tend toward theocracy throughout history. But what I do absolutely stand behind is that our founders knew without a shadow of a doubt that if we didn't have a people that followed the teachings of Christ in this country, regardless of if they were Muslim or Buddhist or Hindu or atheist or whatever denomination of Christian, etc., if we didn't have the majority, the vast majority of people that shared with that core set of values, of Christian values taught by Christ, those principles, our country just wouldn't, we would cease to exist. And, and that's really what we're running into today. We are unraveling the very fabric of our society. And our country, our republic, just isn't built to sustain that. If we don't have people that choose on their own to follow those precepts of Christ, we simply won't have a country, a republic anymore. Not one that we recognize. So some people, though, will say that that first quote, oh, well, that was just Jay talking personally. That was the... <clears throat> He wasn't referring to institutions, government, policy. He wasn't referring to the political side. Because so often people, they want to separate. They want to separate the the politics. They want to separate that from the, well, you go live your life this way, but but it shouldn't. Your, Your Christian faith should never affect policy or politics. Shouldn't be allowed in that arena. This next quote from him, I think, at least for... John Jay pretty much slams the door on that argument. So this next quote, he said, Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers, and it is the duty as well as the privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. So a couple things to point out real quick here. Not only was he reaffirming, just like Wilson did over a hundred years later, was he reaffirming that America was a Christian nation, stating it point blank. He was saying that the people had a responsibility, had a privilege and a duty to select men and women as leaders who followed the teachings and principles of Christ. And notice that he didn't say just Christians had a responsibility. He said he was talking to the whole country. 
to all people. So he was saying, regardless of what your personal faith is, if you want to have this republic be successful, you have a responsibility to elect Christians who actually follow Christ as the Son of God for your rulers. That's, that's huge, folks. This is a founder that was intimately involved in the building of our republic. And, you know, a lot of times today people want to throw in slavery. They want to talk about Jefferson or Washington, and they want to say that that somehow taints their what they said and how they helped set up the republic as if everybody else is perfect. There are no perfect people, folks. Jesus Christ, that's it. One name on that list, that's it. But even if you don't believe that, if you don't believe that, then you there are no perfect people. None. Not even him. So... A lot of times people want to throw slavery in there and say, oh, well, you can't believe anything these people said, of course, which that's hypocritical anyway, because often they want to pull something else that they that somebody said. They'll say, oh, well, we don't believe Washington here, but we believe him here. We don't want to talk about this, etc. But when you look at the whole, when you look at context, the way they acted and voted and their actions as a whole, and don't just cherry pick one word or one line out of something, it becomes abundantly clear that these men and women knew that they had built a Christian nation. And so the reason I brought in slavery, I'm sorry, I got, I got sidetracked there listening to the sound of my own voice. John Jay was against slavery, talked about it, and we'll, we'll bring some of those quotes in. I'm sure that we'll get to that topic at some point. But he was against it. So you don't even, there's not even the ability for people that want to talk about separation of church and state to bring that into the argument. But it's important again to note that John Jay was talking to all Americans and saying that they had a duty and responsibility to elect Christians as their leaders and rulers. And when we don't do that, oh, good grief, folks. We can look around from city and state and local. When we don't do that, when we don't elect people that follow in their lives and act and rule that way, lead that way, it becomes disastrous. So, a few quotes there, folks. I think I've pushed it about as far as I need to push it, or y'all probably want me to. Hopefully, I've, you've gotten wherever your destination was, if you're listening as you drive along the road, or if maybe you're out taking a walk too. But thank y'all again for being here. Hope y'all got something out of it. File those quotes and those thoughts away. Keep sending in the comments. Really appreciate that. We're going to start to work those in. And just thank y'all so much for being willing to give 15 or 20 minutes every so often to be here and listen and and kind of converse back and forth in a way. Uh, it means a lot. I know that y'all's time is precious. And so thank y'all very much. And we will talk to you again real soon.